0: Welcome, Jubilee Believer readers, to another episode of Let's Read Spider-Man. And here is a man who would never jump into a time machine set for 1692 and just say, eh, I'll be fine. My practical friend, Eddie. How are you
1: today, Eddie? I'm doing well. And, you know, that sounds really fun as long as I know I can come back. It would be fascinating. So I
0: might try it. Yeah, well, that's something that Spider-Man has done not just once, but twice he's <laughs> Jumped into time and space in Marvel team-ups without a second thought. And uh, since he's done that twice, I thought we should do something two times in a row. And uh, what do you think, Eddie? Joining us today again, like a
1: two-issue villain, we are historically thrilled to have Sarah Pesel. How are you feeling, Sarah? Villainous or heroic today?
2: Villainous. I'm up to no good today.
1: <laughs> Perfect. Well, that's that's what we need for the second time around
0: here. <laughs> You know, just an aside for those pop culture fans. Villainous is a very popular board game these days. It's a, Ooh. it's an ex, it's an expansive game um, with Disney villains, and they kind of you would, you can play with different villains like against each other. So it's never the same game with different win conditions for them. Uh, very popular game if you're uh, wow. into that world. So, they do story.
2: have a Spider-Man um, board game that's similar. You play as the Sinister Six, similar to what you just said.
0: Of course I know that game. Why would I not know the Spider-Man game and just know the Disney (laughs) game? You're so silly, Sarah. Sarah, why don't you just jump in and do the intro for the first book?
2: All right. From January of 1976, Marvel Team Up 41 featuring Spider-Man and the Scarlet Witch in A Witch in Time, authored by uh, Bill Mantlo, art by Sal Buscema, and Mike Esposito.
1: Someone is controlling the mind of the Scarlet Witch, so much so that she doesn't want tea, This is appalling. She must be in real trouble. Um, Even with consoling and support from Vision, she is unable to overcome the unknown hypnotist who is controlling her. She flies to a castle, and just before she is knocked out, sends a hex message in the form of a glowing orb out of the castle. The hex orb message finds Spider-Man, and it teleports him to the castle, where he sees an unconscious Scarlet Witch and a pugnacious Cotton Mather. Um, I I gotta say, this villain did not strike fear in me. What did you think, Sarah?
2: I definitely laughed. Um, Just like his appearance and like when you see him as soon as the message gets Spider-Man, he has his arms up in the air. You see him from behind with his long hair and his blue like cloak-looking thing. And he's just the way he talks, of course, from the time period, but it was just a joke to me.
1: Oh, I love the way he talks. Well, After Spidey receives a few heavenly blasts from Mather's cross, he awakens the witch and forces her to bury Spider-Man. The victorious Mather and entrenched Scarlet Witch teleport to 1692. I really like this time travel panel drawings here. It's a great reflection of what's going on.
2: And I liked after that there was a recall to Amazing Spider-Man 33 with him getting
0: out of the rubble. What a great issue that was. And it looks very similar to that. I think when Spider-Man is traveling through time and space to destroy Kang, I was more convinced than I am with him deciding to go back to 1692 because he wants revenge on Cotton Mather. I mean, he's got the shocker running around town. He's got a wedding to go to. (laughs) Don't be so reckless, Peter.
1: Spider-Man awakens and he decides to hop into the time machine, um, which takes him to 1692, uh, where he finds the Scarlet Witch tied and ready to be burned by Mather and the rest of the Salem townsfolk. Uh, A vision appears and arrives to help too, uh, but the trio are outnumbered and in trouble as the book ends. Um, I actually really liked Mather as a villain, mostly because I like reading how he talks.
2: I was just a little curious about how he had access to a time machine and knew about the Scarlet Witch, because it seemed like he was targeting her.
1: It is a bizarre kind of situation, but I do think it ties in later on. Like, it makes sense because he is from Salem, Massachusetts during the witch trials, and here he's getting the scarlet witch
0: but i think what i think sarah's question i actually had written a response to sarah of what i think was going on and then i read the next book and then it told me what the real answer was so eddie why don't we just talk with the next book as well okay good plan all right from february of 1976 marvel team up 42 featuring spider-man and the vision in visions of hate by Mantlo, busima
1: and esposito Vision, Spider-Man, and the Scarlet Witch are surrounded by super-powered Cotton Mather and his posse of Witch-Burning Buddies in 1692. Uh, Sarah, did you really think these three heroes were in trouble here?
2: No, absolutely not. I thought that, uh, I thought the whole fight sequence was a joke. I did thought, I did think it was funny when, um, Spider-Man mentioned using, uh, those bug candles, uh, <laughs> uh against a him.
1: candle, yes.
2: <laughs> yeah, I thought that was funny, but I thought that Spider-Man was going to take them down no problem.
1: Yeah, that's that's what I thought too, but remarkably, uh, Spidey is knocked out, the Scarlet Witch is grazed by a blunderbuss shot to the head, and the vision is blasted into unconsciousness by Mather's Holy Cross. Uh, Spider-Man awakes shackled in the local jail and gets a very historically correct account of the current status of Salem from John Proctor. Spidey regains his strength after the long winded story and breaks himself and his pals out of prison. Uh, the prison guard here, there's a whole slew of things that I really like hearing. Uh, but the prison guard says, Methinks this a witchery gone too far when it doth keep a man from his board and bed, <laughs> says the mustached guard. Uh, well, we go on to have Vision
0: and Spidey leave Wanda to be tended by their jailmates. Actually, let me interrupt you mid-sentence here, Eddie. Sure. Sarah, do you know why Vision and Spidey leave Wanda to be tended by the jailmates?
2: Um, do I remember? Well, wasn't she wasn't she still unconscious? So she was no use to them.
0: Yes, but do you know but do you know but do you know why she's unconscious? No. You can just say no. Because it's not her book. Oh, Sarah.
2: yeah. Oh, okay. It's the See, visions good, good book. Point, good
0: point. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. If you remember yeah, last yeah. podcast, I taught you: if you're not in the title of the book, you can't be participating. So, Scarlet Witch, you stay here. Vision will go off and.
2: I should have figured that out, James B.
0: Mm. I'm sorry, Eddie. Please continue us. Uh, what happens after they leave Wanda behind? Uh, well, they they do find Mather
1: along with his master, the Dark Rider, and now everyone, it's time for one of my favorite segments. It's not Shakespeare, it's Marvel team ups.
0: We're gonna do a section now uh, on page twenty-seven. There are four characters. And if Heidi's available, we'd like to get her in here, too, because that way we can have four different voices. Is that okay? Yeah, got it. All right. So we're going to choose our roles now. Uh, Sarah, you're the guest. Who would you like to be?
2: I would like to be Spider-Man.
0: Okay, you're Spider-Man. Who do you want Heidi to be?
2: The what's what's the guys on the horse name? The Dark Rider. The Dark Rider. That sounds good. Okay,
0: Eddie, you have a choice between uh, Cotton Mather or The Vision. There's no way I'm passing up a chance to read Cotton Mather. (laughs) All right, then I am the Vision. Okay, Excellent. we're on page twenty-seven. It's going to start with uh, the Dark Rider, and it's going to end with the Dark Rider on a very weird slam them line. <laughs> Never makes any sense to <laughs> me, but just what a puritan always says. <laughs> okay, He's... so all right, whenever you're ready, and let's go.
1: Mother, what?
0: This the demon? He has freed himself. Yes, human, free. Free to avenge one that you hurt, my wife.
2: Vision, stop it, you'll kill him. Even though he deserves it, that still doesn't give
0: you the right. No, it does not give me the right. You are saved, Mather, for now.
2: Who is saved and who is not saved? Is for me to say, Red One, you have deprived me of a useful pawn. And I dare say from what has been thus far said... The woman is free as well. That could be unfortunate.
0: Who are you? What have you to do with my wife? I sense power here, a power that is beyond, Mather, beyond any which I have faced thus far.
2: In other words, we're meeting the big cheese. Hiya, cheese. What say you show us where you stashed our time machine and we'll be on our merry way? I am sorry friends, but that cannot be. I have need of the woman and if it is as the red one claims that he is her husband, you are then in the way and you must be disposed
1: of. Go my pet. Ah! Slam them. God, I love this segment so much. (laughs) Thank you, Heidi.
2: Everybody should be an evil puritan at some point in <laughs> their
1: lives all right sounds good once again this is it's not shakespeare it's marvel team and
0: eddie why don't you finish up the last sentence of this book yeah okay as
1: the battle between the four heroes reaches an apex, uh, uh. a surprise baddie shows up. It's Dr. Doom.
2: Yeah, I thought it was interesting how Dr. Doom is the, what is, how does he say it? The avenging angel of the Lord in that very last panel there.
0: It, it is, how did it's he, so...
2: how did he get there? How did he, from the same time machine.
0: It's his time machine. It's his time machine. Yes, definitely it's his time machine.
2: The the Mather is just so excited that he's come. I I just don't understand.
1: He's come. The avenging
0: angel of the Lord
1: is come at
0: last. And Dr. Doom is like, I need some help, right? Yeah. Well, Sarah, you'll have to uh, keep reading because we're not going to continue right now with our Marvel team-ups. Usually people are happy when we get to the Amazing Spider-Man features, but now I'm almost sad to not know what happens because we're going to have to jump into uh, an Amazing Spider-Man book. That's right, James B.
1: Let's get back to the Amazing Spider-Man number 152 from January of 1976, in "Shattered by the Shocker" by
0: Ween, Andrew Esposito, and Yakoya. Picking up from the Amazing Spider-Man 151, which was a few podcasts ago, Eddie. Uh, yeah. Spider-Man is trapped while the water is rising. He holds his breath, gets dumped out of the sewers, dripping wet, and he decides to go back to Mary Jane.
2: Yeah, Eddie, why is he delaying dealing with the Shocker to go back to this party?
1: <laughs> well, I, I I gotta say, he's been concerned about MJ and MJ's feelings a little bit more, but he also just isn't concerned because he ran off from her at the party. That, that was kind of what I thought. I honestly think he's he's got to recover a little bit. I mean, he almost drowns here, right? He gets washed away in a flash flood.
0: Yeah, I think that I think the books have had a hard time deciding when he has to let the villain go, when he has to go deal with his friends. And he gets yelled at enough by both groups that whatever he does is sort of always going to be wrong. But in this case, he does return to the party and everyone is gone, including MJ, who gives him the cold shoulder at lunch uh, the next day. While they're there, Flash asks Harry to move in with him. And we do get a full page panel of this mysterious homeless person. Yeah, Sarah, who's the guy in the alley?
2: I think that it's Doc Ock uh, running from Hammerhead because we know Doc Ock isn't dead because he shows up in Future Issues. And the chin, okay, bear with me here. The chin looks like Doc Ock's chin. versus uh hammerhead so it wouldn't wouldn't be hammerhead and he's also wearing a trench coat like he would to hide his arms
0: Mm, okay
2: and hammerhead would blame doc ock for what happened on the island i forget what issue that was but um i don't know i just think that it is doc ock
0: but Sarah, that's not the biggest question you had at this time is it
2: oh oh sorry (laughs) eddie have you ever had succotash
0: I I have not had it. I've only ever heard
1: suffer in succotash. So, <laughs> no.
2: I, I looked it up for this issue.
1: <laughs> Thank you for doing the research,
0: Sarah. Tell us about it.
2: Um, it's corn with lima beans or other shelled beans.
0: Yeah, and uh, this thrilling content is because that's what they're serving at lunch, And Peter looks at it and it's like, why why would I eat this garbage? And of course, they have Harry be like, you know, oh, thank you for giving me your succotash. This is great or something like that. You're like, okay, uh, whatever. This is what Harry's become. But Spider-Man starts checking on power plants after the mayor tells the city he's not going to pay a million dollars to the Shocker.
2: I think the mayor standing up against the Shocker is brave. Good thing Spider Man was there to stop him, though. Did you guys think the mayor counted on a superhero intervention?
1: I actually do think he did because Spider Man's standing in the like police enforcement and law community seems to be going up. I think it's always been okay, but I know in future issues he gets along with the police a lot better. So
0: you know, probably. I I just dis- I disagree. First of all. He's only friends with the uh, the authority figures, Eddie, in Marvel team-ups. I think you're blinded because ah, you've read a lot of Marvel team-ups. They try to kill too. him constantly in Amazing Spider-Man. And they're always like, hey, thanks, Spider-Man and Marvel team-ups. Because the, remember, the writers of Marvel team-ups don't know the status of Spider-Man with cops. So it's easier uh-huh. just to have him be friends. Um, also, this isn't like Gotham City, like the DC books, where, like, you know, Commissioner Gordon and the mayor can be like, oh, Batman will come save the day. Yeah. They they don't rely, I think, on any of the heroes and they would not rely on Spider-Man. It would be definitely be the Fantastic Four, if anyone. But regardless, at one plant, after looking for the uh, power plants, Spider-Man does find many unconscious guards. Uh, the, some of the guards are conscious. And like I said, this is actually an amazing Spider-Man book. Not a Marvel team up. So here the authority <laughs> figure starts shooting at Spider-Man. Um, But the Shocker gets the best of Spider-Man until Spider-Man remembers the first time he stopped the Shocker by webbing his thumb so he couldn't push the trigger. This time, he webs onto the trigger, causing the Shocker to constantly keep shocking and shocking and shocking. And he starts, like, bouncing all over the place. He's, like, unable to turn off his weapon. It's almost like he has a jetpack in front of him. He's just banging up against the walls. He eventually hits his head Ah! and just burns the device out. And, yeah, um, that's how that went.
2: I really like the issue. I thought it was a good balance of action, comedy, and drama.
1: I like the Shocker's outfit. I describe him as being in a quilt. And at the very end, Spider-Man affirms my description and says, uh, Shocky sleeping like a little quilted birdie. He he does have a quilt on. I, I was so happy to get this affirmed by Spider-Man. In
2: um, the... First movie video game for the PlayStation Two. He makes a joke about the Shocker being um, what is it like quilted quilted Northern what, some toilet paper brand. <laughs> um, and when I saw that comment in there, I immediately thought of that.
0: I don't know how many levels of super villains there are in Spider-Man's world, but you know, in the top tier, that's where you have your your Green Goblin. Basically, the entire Sinister Six gets to, gets a ticket to the top tier. Agree? I mean, they're all... Yes. You know, even the Sandman, <clears throat> Craven. You know. And then there's going to be like that one step below. I think the Shocker lives here. One, I think he's a B-grade villain. I mean, you got to leave room for, you know, the uh, the Molten Man and Meteor Man. and And the, the
2: Circus of Crime.
0: Right. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, the ringmaster. I mean, the ringmaster could be a, a B level. But like, Professor Smythe is he? Does he make it to A level? I don't know. No, no, he's probably. But but of the B level heroes, the shocker's terrible. <laughs> he's barely a B for I mean, quality content. Right. right. He's he just can't get it done. This guy's. I mean, he's he's mocked. He's mocked in the movies, too, right? Like, you know, Tombs the Vulture is like, oh, I'm the shocker. I shock people. He's like, oh. He's like, you know, he's, he's getting mocked by the other guys there. He, he's,
1: keeps getting, he keeps getting defeated in exactly the same way, too. It's like, come on, man. Come up with a new way to power your device rather than with your thumbs. Because is he, this is the third time your thumbs have had trouble.
0: All right. I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to say one, two, three. You think, you're going to yell yes or no. Okay? <laughs> okay. All right, you're not going to wait till the other person goes, Eddie and Sarah. You're oh. going to. I'm going to say one, okay. two, three. All right. I'll give you a moment to think about it. Is the shocker better than the rhino? That's my question. Is the shocker better than the rhino? Okay, here we go. You ready? Yeah. All right. One, two, three. No. Yes. All right, debate. Go. <laughs> well,
2: the rhino is. He's he's in a i believe stuck right in a like exoskeleton costume and all he does is charge at people
1: eddie counterpoints totally invulnerable super strong i mean spider-man can't really beat the rhino often because the rhino
2: beats himself he knocks himself out
1: he does knock himself (laughs) out into something but that's better than getting beaten in exactly the same way every time you appear in a comic book.
0: Technically, one time he, he webbed his thumbs on the triggers, and the other time he webbed his thumbs <laughs> off the triggers. So it is Always slightly something different. Something related to thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> At least he's smart enough to ask for a million dollars, but the rhino is not very smart. Yeah, I I give the Rhino credit.
1: He's one of the first villains, though, that we ever saw that decided to go like attack bystanders, which forced Spider-Man to like come to him instead of like going away. I me- I do remember
0: that about the Rhino. So you guys want the Rhino? The, uh, we're going to put the Rhino in the B levels too, right? He's going to yes, the, okay. he's a B level. All right. Is there anything about any of these three books that we didn't get to discuss? I'll say this. As much as I like Doctor Doom, I don't like Spider-Man in Marvel team-ups, traveling through time, having time travel adventures and otherworldly adventures, and then showing back up and going back to deal with, like, the Shocker and, and Harry and all the clones and all their nonsense. I, if He's going to be in Marvel team-up. It should just be some small nothing story. It just seems unrealistic to me that he has time to stop and go battle the Puritans, like I, I made I made my piece on this, but it really bothers me.
2: Yeah. So this issue was after.
0: Well, this is from January of nineteen seventy-six. The one we just read, right? Mm-hmm. Or, and, and the Marvel Team Ups, the one number forty-two is from February. Marvel Team Up forty-one is from January of nineteen seventy-six, and so Correct. is this book. So he's he's at the same time that he's traveling back in time. It would be rough. It would be the same time now. Of course, they will say one happened before the other in, in mm-hmm. order of events. But this is the same time. He's he's doing these books at the same time. Like, why are you going on this like other mission? Is what I'm saying. You know, uh, it's fine. It's fine. Whatever. It's, it's I'm nitpicking, but I like it better when Spider-Man's Marvel team up stories seem to be like localized. That's all. Yeah, it's separate.
1: It's quite a saga. Both of these combined. I mean, you know, one thing in the second one. There are three pages which give a very historically accurate uh, s- description of the Salem witch trials and who participated and how they, they occurred. I have actually been to the Salem witch museum, which was only so, so interesting. But the fact that they decided to include this in here, I guess they needed filler space or they really wanted us to know like what Cotton, cotton Mather was up to. Very strange to see that in the Marvel theme. I'm
2: kind of glad they did though, because I have I know nothing about the Salem Witch trial, so it was cool to see a little bit of backstory. I mean with it's, the story.
1: it is itself. spot on everything from the names and like what occurred just exactly perfect. so
0: really fascinating. Well, you what else is fascinating. It's our sponsor today. Ah, huh? Let's hear from our sponsor, James B. <laughs> Eddie, today's sponsor is a little bit shorter than normal, but it is what it is. Okay, what a shame. It's not as high-paying a sponsor (laughs) because it's not a very expensive product, so
1: you only get a smaller copy. Okay,
0: right. Eddie, Eddie, did you ever want to get revenge on people you dislike by saying they're a witch and no one believes you?
1: (laughs) Not particularly, but go on. All right. (laughs) Okay. Well, you know, if you did
0: ever, (laughs) I have a product for you.
1: Eddie, you may know that
0: Freshen Up canceled their gum in 2019. Wondered why that happened. Well, because they had a new product they were working on, and here in 2022, they finally launched it. It's a better exploding gum uh, with the help of some people named Mary Walcott and Betty Paris. They've come up with a gum that is called Foam Up instead of Freshing Up, and here's how it works. Uh, it allows you to chew gum and then you can foam at the mouth by breaking into the center. This is just simply to help you accuse people that they're witches. You can just point at them and be like, oh, the witch did this to me and fall on the ground. And uh, yeah, and that's all it is. You can buy the gum. I think it's like five bucks or a five pack. So, uh, wow. yeah, it's a Cheap little thing there, Eddie. Hopefully you uh, consider helping them out. And, uh, you know, next time you want to accuse someone of being a witch, please consider uh, foam up. Uh, I hope there's
1: no other negative side effects other than me just... Making somebody's life miserable. <laughs> Why would our products that we promote have negative side effects? <laughs> well, this is—I will also note this is our second revenge-driven um, product, two pods in a row. You know, James, maybe maybe we could find one that's a little more positive. Sarah, do you want to
0: just? I—I'm I, just trying to promote our little sponsor here. The, some little girls came up with a little gum. Eddie's. <laughs> and he doesn't have a lemonade stand to break down in his neighborhood, so he's picking on our sponsor. Do you want to say something good about our sponsor? Do you know you, how you could possibly use this gum?
2: Yeah, for sure. You could also use it to get out of doing things you don't want to do.
0: Right. Exactly. So
2: I don't it, see anything wrong here.
0: Yeah. There's no <laughs> negative side effects. This is Just foam up gum. You can it's use multi, it however you want.
1: Multi-use foaming at the mouth gum, huh? Yeah,
0: dude, it's My five could be
1: like, oh, six. I'm sorry, I've got rabies.
0: <laughs> there you go, Eddie. Five exactly. bucks you can give you could pretend you had five times. Where are you gonna beat that? So great. Uh, I'll
1: I'll I'll let Sarah try the phone with the mouth
0: gum. You tell me about it, Sarah, next time you do. it. <laughs> all right, all
2: right, I'll order it from our sponsor. Yeah, I've noticed this a
0: lot lately where you try to def- defer other people <laughs> try to defray the responsibilities of picking up our sponsors to other, other guests and I wish Cotton Mather
1: was here to give us some input, so
0: um well sarah thank you for being with us two podcasts in a row yeah if people wanted to reach out and tell you that you did a great job as spider-man how could they find you
2: (laughs) they're definitely not going to be saying that but they can find me on twitter at spider underscore (laughs) panel
0: and eddie if somebody wanted to tell you that you did the best Cotton Mather that they've heard all year. <laughs> How could they find us to tell you? The that?
1: only Cotton Mather they've heard all year. And Sarah, you always do a great job. Uh, you can email us at letsreadspiderman at gmail.com. Or you can find us at let's read Spidey on Twitter. Okay, go ahead. And
0: it's time for the close. I'm James B. joined by... Eddie. And... Sarah. And remember, listeners, if you want a historically accurate Salem Witch Trial story... Yeah, although it has Spider-Man in it. Oh, and the Scarlet Witch and the Vision. Oh, and uh, Dr. Doom is there too.
2: Read Marvel Team up.
0: Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. So Sarah, our problem is we have four, we have four roles here and we're going to need some help. Um, I have no one available at my house. Eddie, do you have anybody available? No
1: one is available at my
0: house. Sorry. Do you have anybody available? I would, but Heidi just went
2: to the pool. (laughs) What?
0: We told you 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 to keep her close.
2: Okay. Hold on.
0: Yes. Eddie said, keep her close. Hold
2: on. I just said, come back. We need you to read something. She said, okay, hang on
0: all right she's up for it well Sarah, you can start setting it up is there one that you particularly want do you want spider-man because it's your dream to do the yes. spider-man reading if it is you can have him he has five lines well kind of like four because it's like a du- couple double bubbles.
2: yeah and then i'm like oh no what's my spider-man voice
0: gonna be
1: i knew you, would t- you all right well you have to have a great voice do you have a good like you have to do a voice
0: no, no, don't, you don't have to ask her what Spider-Man sounds like. You're no, literally, you're coming with I watched a two-hour YouTube video of you. Don't you dare ask her what Spider-Man sounds like. I
2: know she's like asking me, like, Sarah, Spider-Man is your hero? Oh, what?
1: Which <laughs> <should>, generation? <laughs> you get to say, go, am, my am, pet.
2: Am I also, I'm sorry, friends. Yeah, yeah, but, that's all
0: you. You're everything. All right, I got yeah. this. All right. You you can do are it. we going to do do we need a table read first or can we do six <laughs> oh, no, panels No one no time, one time through oh, okay, No okay, two read. takes So
1: all right, all right ready? I'm ready
2: I'm, I'm still thinking about Sir did you find There the pressure is on I know put your man anywhere well, on Oh you just
0: gotta find your ball You have to just do it This is super assisted
2: okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh this, You know what Eddie I know why Sarah doesn't think I'm mean to her all the time now. <laughs> Boy, Heidi's
1: beaten her up.